You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. Welcome to this episode 16 of A Thought for Rent. I'm actually calling my guest now. So bear with me, you're going to hear a phone dial, got a little air in the background as well. You have reached an automated voicemail system. This mailbox is no longer in use. Goodbye. All right, y'all, bear with me. Let me try to call the guest one more time. Not sure what happened there. Maybe I'll put the number in wrong. All right. All right, let's give him another call. Let's try this again. All right, y'all, bear with me. Should hear some ringing this. Hello. All right, y'all. I may have to do this on my own. I can't get the guest on for some reason. Let me give one more shot. I don't know what's going on. All right. Sorry about this, y'all. Happens sometimes. I don't know if they're not getting. I'm pretty sure I'm putting the number in right. Just bear with me, y'all, so I can get this thing started right. Call her from a regular phone. Y'all bear with me. All right. If she don't answer this one, we're going to have to keep it. I'm going to have to rock it out myself. All right, y'all. Sorry to keep y'all waiting. Something's wrong. Okay, all right. I'm gonna just try to rock this myself. I definitely don't like doing dialogues without getting a queen's perspective on these things. But I'm gonna make this work as best I can. Uh, let me send one more message, hoping I can get a call in and see if I can make this work. And then I'll get started. Sorry about making y'all wait. If anybody's listening live, I usually don't do these live for people to listen to, but just in case. All right, cool. Let's make this happen. So um, I wasn't planning on talking about the Bill Cosby um, release whatsoever. I hadn't promo- I hadn't promoted anything on it. Uh, we've done a couple of shows on the Bill Cosby release. So I basically um, 
wasn't planning on touching it again. It was an unexpected release. I mean, I knew that he had been working on his appeals. Um, I will be honest, I did expect this, in a sense, to happen, not necessarily the way that it happened. Um, you know, but just, again, that was just my assessment, again, from having done a couple of shows. And so um, the thing that I'm seeing out there today, which is so disheartening any time that this comes up, is there's this, unfortunately, um, seems like widening gap between black men and black women specifically, and why there are plenty of women who are in support of Cosby being released as well. Um, but even you know, waking up to you know, for example, Felicia Rashad, even people talking about you know maybe canceling her or getting you know that kind of thing or whatever, and and so um, just wanted to dialogue about that disturbing divide divide just and add you know some levels of clarity based on again having done two two shows on it i end up researching the situation pretty extensive i'm not going to go really go through all of that again um but there's a couple things that are i would say um, they are basically false narratives that are being pushed in reference to the divide that i see out there when i say false narratives i'm not talking about from the standpoint of in a sense, in this situation, to a degree that somebody's necessarily setting it up or or pushing it, but obviously there's so many things that our community is and can be divided on. And again, this situation with Cosby, um, obviously, to a degree, uh, you know, people think of Cliff Huxable and the success of the Cosby Show as you know, obviously, in a sense, will Bill, in a sense, Bill Cosby became huge. But obviously, having a long career in Hollywood, he's relatively been considered a quote-unquote powerful man for a lot of years. And all of that stuff obviously was hashed out and brought out when he was, in a sense, going through this latest trial in which he got um, convicted of a particular type of um, unwillful assault or something to that degree. Uh, I'll call it rape. I forget legally exactly what it was called. Uh, But again, not to rehash all of the... um, in a sense, situations of the case. Here's the the narratives that made me say, you know what, I want to address this. And again, it was, again, no plan to address it, uh, however, but decided and wanted to. Decided to, um, sorry about that, to address it um, as we speak. Well, not as we speak, but just because I see this growing divide. So here's the clarity that I wanted to provide and just give people something to think about because I I don't think we have to be divided. And what I mean by this is, so obviously, if you are against the release of Bill Cosby, your position is that he is a rapist. And then for those who are happy about the release or just glad that he's released or showing support, then you are happy he's released because, one, you don't think he received due process, nor do you think he's guilty in most cases. Um, And so I wanted to talk about that nuance of how people get to that decision. And it's not about who's right or wrong, but, you know, but ultimately, um, and some, you know, obviously if you think he's a rapist, your concept is there's overwhelming evidence to say, say so, and for those who disagree or uh, or say that he's not guilty, y'all feel like there was no evidence to say such. And so, of course, both sides are completely perplexed at how could either side see it both ways. And so that's why I wanted to add some clarity, because here's the honest 
the honest part, whether you want to believe this or not. Um, this is what both sides actually believe, and I get it when I went through the research. So, for example, we did a couple of shows. I forget. One was, you know, why is Camilla in support of Bill? And then we did one particularly about the case as it came up or whatever. But, you know, Camilla stayed in support, if you will, and continued to support and helped him through this ordeal. So those were the two shows we had. And I recall on the first show, uh, my co-host at the time, Christy Gaynell, shout out to Christy. I remember at that time, um, when it was first happening, it was starting to be a lot more women coming out at the time. I think it you know, ended up being up to 58 allegations, if you will. But at the time of that show, we had gotten to maybe 20 allegations at the time that we did the first show. And I remember saying to my co-host at the time that, hey, you know, it's starting to be a whole bunch of allegations. hard to believe that none of these are true. And she was pretty adamant that she didn't see it as such. And then I remember her mother ended up calling in. We have a lot, you know, on the Saturday shows, every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's a live show. We take callers. A mother ended up calling in. And so I kept my mother on because she, for they were offering their opinions and why they saw this as uh, Bill Cosby being innocent at the time, and we hadn't had all the information at that in the in that first in that first show, but they were pretty much standing, and so I ended up being in a sense the in a sense the naysayer, and I will play devil's advocate, but at that time, I, I was sincerely wondering how could it be this many women and nothing happened, if you will, right? So that was my position. So by the second show, when we actually had more information, the information of the case, the disposition that became public, that a lot of, that changed a lot of minds. I remember Jill Scott being in big support of Bill Cosby. Then the disposition comes out where he says, hey, uh, you know, I got the, Qua- the, the Quaaludes. He didn't say Quaaludes, but he got asked, did he, well, he was asked to get the Quaaludes to have sex with women, and his answer was yes. And so I remember you know, Jill was like, hey, as uh, much as this hurts to say it, I was wrong, and I'm no longer in support of Bill Cosby. And so um, and so what I see today floating out there is, again, now that he's been released and some people celebrating, and, you know, unfortunately, here's the reason why I really did the, the rant, because, uh, you know, a lot of our sisters are feeling not supported by seeing so many men in particular, but as I said, women are, are in support of Cosby, too. And so there's a big divide, people who want to throw Cosby completely away and those who are in support, kind of for the reasons that I've already said. But here's the clarity that has to be brought in this discussion to, to recognize why there shouldn't be a divide. Again, I wasn't going to touch this again. Again, having done two shows, uh, didn't really want to get caught up in the release of in a sense, Cosby, in reference to my own life and how we move and move collectively or, or no, collectively as a community as well. Uh, so don't really like to get distracted. But here's why, again, I found, found it necessary. So the thing that the people who are most against Cosby, again, you got the number of allegations, but the one thing that they say, and this is the part that has to be clarified, the one thing that they say is he admitted to getting the drugs and admitted to raping. Um, that is not a factual statement. And again, when I did the second show, having to go through the actual information, I mean, you can go pull up what I'm saying, so don't just take my word for it. But, yes, he was absolutely asked, um, did, well, did he purchase the drugs for sex? And his answer was yes. They turned around, and then they asked him the question, um, did he 
did um did any people he gave the drugs to did he give it to them unknowingly and his lawyers jumped in and he and let, didn't allow him to answer their questions and so um a legal studies major so just to give a little backdrop to that process in, in you know the reason they always tell you for example um to remain silent and all that kind of stuff without a, you know without a lawyer presence is because um when it comes to getting information, you could be innocent or whatever, but to a degree, even you answering honestly, if you will, um, can sometimes be twisted based on how the questions are answered, asked. And so that's why they tell you to remain silent, silent without a lawyer's presence, because a lawyer that's worth his salt is going to make sure that you don't answer any incriminating questions in the affirmative or the negative. Like you're not, so asking, did you purchase the drugs, um, you know, for sex, he was allowed to answer because he was being charged with unknowingly um, giving the drugs and raping these women. So a question that, 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 that asked, that's going to ask directly in reference to what you're being charged with, a lawyer is always going to say you can't answer. And so this is not me being on Bill Cosby's side. This is me telling you the actual facts of did you purchase, the, you know, the Quaaludes for sex? And so if you kind of go in with bias, then his answer of yes is the, all the affirmation you need to say he admitted it, but you are actually um, basically, what's the word I'm looking for, um, and deduce, I'm sorry, I can't think of the word right now, but you're basically Answering yes to did you purchase the, the drugs for sex is not an admittance to that I gave it to them unknowingly and then had sex with them. That's not what that comment doesn't mean that, especially, again, when I did the research for the show, in the, basically, um, as I did the research and read through the disposition, and then I learned about, in a sense, how Quaaludes were, in a sense, a party and sex drug at that time, then I realized, oh, this is similar to how the youth started using ecstasy, you know, what, 15, 20 years ago, I think it was that long, maybe a little less than that ago, uh, to be, in a sense, a, a drug and, you know, it's called ecstasy or whatever. They can just take it on their own or whatever, but a lot of times it's it's used to enhance sexual experiences. And so um, just, again, just doing the research at the time, again, just giving the facts. This is not me taking the side. And this is, this is the hard part when people are very emotional about, uh, uh, about what side they're on. You can't even state the facts without sounding to, to, to people who are emotional as if without sounding like you're on the side. I am not on the side. I am just giving the facts you know, again, looked up the information and realized Quaaludes was used as a party drug. And so um, also in that disposition, Bill Cosby admitted to, you know, giving it to others. Uh, again, because he would have access to the drugs through doctors who basically would basically sell it to them illegally because they're not, they wasn't using it for the prescribed use at the time. But no surprise that celebrities have access to doctors that will let them buy, you know, drugs illegally, if you will. He even got asked that question, um, even got asked that question in the disposition, and again, the lawyer jumped in because this didn't even want his client associated with, you know, in a sense, buying illegal drugs, which is tech, absolutely, in a sense, what he was doing or whatever, but when he got, you know, I think they asked him, like, did you know these were illegal or whatever, you know, it was illegal to get them this way, and he ended up answering no. So, um, again, I'm stating that, again, that 
me stating that is not me making a case for Bill Cosby. It's just getting the clarity on those who suggest, hey, he admitted it in a disposition that he actually bought the drugs and did it. So uh, the reason it does matter, though, is when you have our community specifically, and I'm, I'm pretty sure other people outside our community are divided over this as well, but I, my concern is obviously our community. So when you understand that, that those are the facts, then you have to at least make room that that's not admitting. And he and he's always said that it was always consensual. So if you think of Quaaludes as a, or understand that Quaaludes is used as a, a, a party drug or to enhance sexual things, people could agree to you know, take them and then have sex, if you will. So he he so he's never admitted that once that he didn't have consensual sex. And again, I'm not talking about that I'm on Bill Cosby's side or saying that I know that he's being honest. That's not what I'm suggesting here. I'm just getting making room for for those who use that line. He admitted it, which which then here's the issue. Here's the ultimate issue for why I'm doing this rant. Which means when people say, I can't believe people are supporting Cosby, right? Again, due to the number of allegations, and then they use the line, he admitted to doing it, which now he didn't admit to doing it. So, so you can, so the thing is to have understanding that the people who are supporting Cosby actually really do believe that he didn't do it. It's not about I'm not trying to decide whether you think that's stupid or not. You can think it's stupid for people to not believe it, but what they're not doing is saying, "Oh, I saw that he admitted, but I still don't believe him." Uh, they're not going, "I see that he," because that's not the case. That's not the case with the disposition. So, like you know, for example, a Jill Scott who was in complete support of Bill Cosby publicly until the disposition comes out. So she read it as such to say that he was guilty. Okay, I'm not dis- I'm not saying that the way she read it is incorrect. That's not what I'm suggesting here. But what I am explaining is when you see her make a complete 180 publicly because she takes that statement of him saying yes, I bought the drugs for sex to be it to also mean he is admitting he's doing it, then that's understandable that she received it that way that she's no longer in support of him. However, you have to be open to the fact that saying did you buy the drugs for to have sex with women is not the same as I gave it to them unknowingly and had sex with them. And if you can realize that that sentence doesn't mean that, then you also have to understand that everybody doesn't see the disposition the same way as a Jill Scott took it, who took it as an admittance. You have to give room for how others, because the, the facts are that's not admitting rape. And I'm not, again, that's not me being on Bill Cosby's side, but saying, did you buy Quaaludes at that time when they were, a party drug that people, you know, they didn't just have sex with it, but that was just one, you know, people take ecstasy without having sex, you know, from what I understand, but it definitely got known as an enhancer to sexual experiences, and Quaaludes was very similar at the time. So him saying, because basically him saying I didn't get them from the doctor because I was getting it prescribed for what they are for, him, and then let's talk about this too with dispositions, 
uh, you know, in agreements and making deals, if you will, when it comes to courts. So what happens is um, when they even decide to do one of these dispositions prior to you going to, you know, court or, you know, obviously they were trying to set up a deal to avoid court and pay um, what is Miss Constance, if I think I'm saying her name correctly. So in going through that process, what happens is when they even offer those type of deals, one of the things is 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 offered on the um, on the condition that you are honest in the disposition. So in the event if you're found to be dishonest in the disposition, then the deal is off the table. And so um, so if, again, so just going through the concept again for people that are again, I'm not taking a side here. I what I'm trying to show you is that that this one fact that people use as a fact one is not a fact. And two, because you can take it both ways, then instead of instead of assuming that one side is dumb, I'm making room for why you can come to two different conclusions. And so if people can rightfully come to two different conclusions, then it is incorrect for the narrative to be that people are supporting someone that they know raped someone. Or, on the flip side, these people are dumb for believing this. Like, it, it, it's not either or one of those. That There is room for people to come to two different, two different conclusions. And the bigger point is, instead of being upset at your brother or your sister for thinking there's no other way to see it, because that's basically why you're upset. You're if if you're upset and saying that you don't feel supported or protected right now because I can't believe these men are in support of Bill Cosby. Or here's the one that is the most ridiculous. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Is that this has something to do with patriarchy? That some for some reason because of patriarchy, this is why we're in support of Bill Cosby in this moment, and it literally has nothing to do with it. I can make this very clear again, as I mentioned, my first show was me playing devil's advocate and sincerely saying, "Hey, these are a lot of accusations." And, and I remember on the show consistently saying, "Like, you think it could really be that many?" And none of these women have been that. Like, I remember saying this to my co-host. And her mother. So these are two sisters. It's not they don't. And I know for a fact my co-host is not big on patriarchy. So she got to this conclusion.